Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Liverpool and you can probably hear in my voice like just oh my god uh, I had absolute goosebumps watching that trophy presentation oh my god it's like just watching it uh, and I know there was no fans in the stadium and, and that would have just been amazing and Hopefully one day, sometime soon, we'll be able to have a parade or something like that where we get to celebrate uh, with the players, with Jurgen Klopp, with his staff, um, this fantastic achievement of, of winning the Premier League. But, oh my God, I, I'm still in awe of of the team, of the players, of everything that they've done, not only this season, but all the kind of past three or four seasons that have really built up to this point in time where we're able to, you know, officially now call ourselves Premier League champions to get that gold emblem on our shirt um, and to have that, you know, fantastic trophy presentation, the players having a great time, um, you know, having having fun, um, you know, showing their togetherness as a team. Um, and yeah, just, it was just like, you know, uh, just fantastic and amazing in every single way. And, and, and you know, this episode isn't going to be, uh, you know, I will talk about the Chelsea game in, in this episode, but, you know, for me is very much just about, you know, just praising the team for an outstanding season. Uh, but not only this season, you know, last season, the season before, and all the strides that we've made and we've continued to make. Um, often when you make, you know, when you make a really positive stride, but things, you still don't get what you want. Um, you know, it's very easy to to, to be demoralized by that and, and not come back from that. But, you know, we, we've seen none of that, right? If season after season for the past three, four seasons, um, we've just, we, we, you know, we've made further strides forward. We've improved and improved. And, uh, you know, it's just like, it's it's just so amazing to see us now hit this, hit this goal that we've been trying to achieve for so long. We've got so close um, with a couple of different managers in the past. Um, but this time, finally, there was no stopping us. Uh, only even we couldn't trip ourselves up. And um, we did take away the Premier League trophy uh, into the next season. And uh, if you guys don't know, we haven't been following the Let's Talk Liverpool uh, podcast episodes for, for a while. I started this episode, I started this series actually, the beginning of last season. Um, because, uh, you know, I, I've been a Liverpool fan since since I was a kid. And obviously I've never, I'm, you know, I'm under 30, right? So I've never had the chance to actually see Liverpool uh, lift the Premier League title. And, and you know, in the first episode uh, and in the descriptions of everything, it was very much, you know, here's a Let's Talk Liverpool episodes to see how we go on trying to end this, what was 29 years of uh, no Premier League triumph and which became no no uh, 30 years of, of Premier League triumph. But it's crazy to think that it's just, you know, it's just the second season of me doing this and, and we've won the league. I would never have guessed that if you asked me at the beginning of last season. Uh, yes, we were making strides, for, strides forward, but, um, you know, I... I, I would admit, and I think any any Liverpool fan would be wrong to tell you if we if we would have predicted how the last two seasons played out. You know, last season in the Premier League, getting so close, but but still winning the Champions League, and then this season with you know just blowing every team out of the water in the Premier League. It's just, um, yeah, it's just it's just fantastic, and uh, I you know I I wish I could portray the smile on my face right now because. Oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just so gassed, and it's, 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 uh, it's so amazing. But one thing I want to say, one thing I want to say, is, have you ever seen a club celebrate a league title like Liverpool do? Now, I, you know, I, I'm a big fan of City and the the team. Obviously, there's that rivalry between Liverpool and City, um, and they are a very good team. But they come nowhere near, nowhere close. United as well. Don't care. Don't come anywhere close to celebrating 
a title in this way from all the fans on social media to the tv coverage to the players to you know the the amazing stand that they created in the cop all of those things come together to once again reaffirm in my mind and i i think you know you would be you know apart from all the liverpool haters out there you'd be hard pressed if you were a neutral to say that there is any other bigger club in the world right now you see real madrid celebrating celebrating a league nothing like this you see Bayern Munich who win the league every season not celebrating like this you know the only thing the only real Premier League celebration that I can think comes close to this is the Leicester one but that one was that one was ridiculous so you know that one was was an outlier but have you ever seen a better club like this you know both in terms of the way it's run the attitude of the players um the fans uh, the kind of commitment of everyone towards the club. You know, you, you, if you watch the Chelsea game, you saw all of the fireworks that were running and kind of just playing all throughout the game. Uh, you know, the fans were having a party from about six weeks ago. And <laughs> I think the players were too, um, given some of our more recent results. But yeah, just, you know, everything everything clicked into place. And um, you know what? This Chelsea game really, after kind of the Debbie Downer of the last couple of games, you know, the draw against Burnley, the loss against Arsenal... We probably could have, you know, we, we, we needed a positive result to try and um, kind of close out the season. But, you know, remember that this isn't, you know, it isn't our last game of the season. We've still got Newcastle on the weekend. Uh, you know, they're safe. We've obviously won, so it's pretty much a dead rubber. But this game felt like the one where we needed to pull out a, pull out a result and um, kind of just end the season on a bit of a high because we, we just hadn't, um, yeah, we just hadn't hit the heights after the restart and and that's very much what happened in this game and, and normally I make notes on you know the goals and I can kind of walk through them but bloody hell there were so many in this game I even have to uh, record this looking at the match report just to remind myself of, of all the goals but it was one of those games where um yeah I've talked about in the past couple of episodes and I don't want to talk too deep about that kind of stuff because you know we don't want to talk about things that we can improve on now um, I will do a season review and then kind of a season preview uh, when we get closer to next season but you know the, the concentration wasn't there in defense right um, we saw some very uncharacteristic mistakes uh, you know for, for Pulisic's second goal Chelsea's third you know you saw Van Dijk and Gomez one going for the same ball and then two tripping over each other which is which is very you know unlike them um, but you know, it wasn't the same. It was it was very different in attack, right? Um, in attack, we were we were kind of our fluid best, and we could have easily scored more goals than five. Really, Mo Salah had a couple of chances that he kind of just snatched at a little bit. Maybe he was kind of a little too eager, maybe, to get his um, his twentieth goal of the season in the Premier League. But um, scoring was opened by Naby Keita, who for me was the outstanding player of the game for the 60-ish minutes that he played. He, he, you know, he had that energy in midfield where, he, you know, he nicked the ball back multiple times from, from Kovacic and, and Jorginho in the centre of the park. And um, that was kind of shown by, the, uh, by, his, by, by his goal and, and our first goal where uh, Van Dijk kind of played a bit of a loose pass, but it was Naby Keita's uh, industry that actually won him the ball back. Um, and then like we've seen from, you know, Oxlade-Chamberlain in the past, kind of driving forward from the midfield and, you know, not thinking twice or trying to play in one of the strikers, just getting that strike away. And it was an absolutely beautiful, uh, lethal strike from Naby Keita. Kepa, no chance. And, uh, yeah, we went 1-0 ahead. And, and at that point, Chelsea weren't playing bad. Um, but, you know, at that point, we, we I think we deserved the lead. And uh, after that, kind of the, the momentum of the game shift, shifted quite a bit, I think, and into, into our favour, into Liverpool's favour. Um, and that was kind of capitalised on uh, from the from the second goal that we got from the free kick from from Trent Alexander-Arnold, and um, 
you know, watching the highlights and watching the replays, it definitely wasn't a foul. Kovacic did get the ball. I think Sadio Mane was being was was actually fouled previously, but obviously that was further away from goal, and, and Trent probably wouldn't have scored from there. But you know, nevertheless, we've seen it so many times um, how lethal Trent Alexander-Arnold is from uh, those set pieces, kind of just kind of just offset to the right slightly from the middle of the goal, and um, yeah, he buried it. You know, in the uh, top right, top right-hand corner, Kepper again, not really with any chance. Uh, you know, Jamie Carragher on commentary talked about it. could he have done better, but um, no, I think I think he, um, I think you know, it was just a beautiful free kick right in the corner, and um, yeah, yeah, celebrate the good goal, right? Um, which it most definitely was. Um, we then got the third goal just before half time as well, again, which almost seemed to kind of put the game out of out of reach for Chelsea with with a corner coming in from Robertson after a bit of pinball fell to fell to Wijnaldum, who was able to just volley in another great goal for him. He's picked up a couple of goals like that from from corners and and balls that just kind of fall fall loose from from set pieces. So it was great to see that. But then unfortunately, um, I think maybe. A little bit of complacency creeped in, I think, um, after that third goal in particular. And, and Giroud actually scored just before half-time to make it 3-1. And kind of just put us on edge a little bit. Um, everything was looking very easy up until that point. Um, but after that Giroud goal, things, you know, we looked a little bit we looked a little bit complacent. Our concentration looked like it had gone a little bit. And, um, yeah, we saw that in the second half with, with us continuing to concede. But... Um, before that, we did make it 4-1 um, with Bobby Firmino's first home goal of the season. It was fantastic to see him um, get that first home goal of the season. Now, all I guess I want to see is um, Mo Salah get his 20th Premier League goal uh, away in Newcastle to, to give him that accolade. But yeah, Bobby Firmino is so deserving of of all the plaudits and credits he gets. Um, both for, you know, he does score goals for us. It's not, it, it, you know, it's a myth that he doesn't score for us and, you know, he just works hard and things like that. He does score for us. He's just, you know, it's just maybe just been a bit of, bit of luck, a bit of unluckiness and, and, you know, other things that have meant that he hasn't scored at home this season in the Premier League. But he's broken that. That duck's off his back now. And hopefully he can look forward and, uh, you know, press ahead next season and uh, make sure he scores quite a few more at home. But, um, yeah, after that stage, you thought, OK, we've gained control again. Chelsea are probably out of the game. And then um, Captain America Christian Pulisic decided to come on and uh, absolutely tear our defence a new one pretty much. Um, the first goal, uh, which he set up for a while, the first goal contribution he made since he came on, um, he kind of just breezed past three of our players, uh, three of our defenders uh, with an absolutely fantastic bit of skill and, um, yeah, was able to just lay the ball on a plate for, for Tammy Abraham to make it, to make it, uh, 4-2 and, um, yeah, he, he was by far their biggest threat. I'm surprised he didn't start. Uh, maybe they, you know, maybe Frank Lampard was just thinking a little bit too defensively from the outset, um, but, you know, from watching how he played when he came on, maybe he's got a bit of fatigue or something, I don't know. But from, yeah, from seeing how he played when he came on, he, he's got to start every game, right? He, he's, he's the best player and he very much is um, in the past, in the last, you know, in the last part of the season. This season, he's very much taken on that kind of Eden Hazard role that we got so used to um, him playing. And then Pulisic got the, uh, you know, uh, the next goal as well from a breakaway, as we talked about earlier with Van Dijk and Gomez running into each other um, to make it 4-3. And it got a bit nervy there. You know, obviously Chelsea just needed a draw to, to secure Champions League football. Uh, so they put they were kind of um, pushing up to try and get that. But then Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain on the break, all set up by Andy Robertson with the absolute uh, energy there in kind of the 80, 82nd, 83rd minute um, to just pace it down, down the pitch and... Um, uh, yeah, just score a fantastic goal. But um, there, there's no shout out to Klopp or anything. You know, season's done. We've had a great one. I guess all I want to do is end this 
um, by saying one thank you to all of you guys who've been listening to these episodes, uh, be it on YouTube or, or on podcast platforms, but also thank you to Jurgen Klopp and thank you to all the players. You've given me so many memories this season, many memories that I know I will not forget for the rest of my life. Um, so thank you very much for that and I hope it continues um, into next season. So thank you guys for listening and I'll catch you again for the last review of the season against Newcastle. So thank you guys for listening and I'll catch you on the next one.